Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Fellowship Podcast. On this episode, I got a very special guest. So special, I'm not even going to introduce this person. I'm just going to let you listen and be blessed, and you'll find out who it is after the intro. So, this is where I drop the intro. Boom. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Welcome in to the Fellowship. Keep it like Joey of the podcast the fellowship um if i get if i stop talking for some reason or if i just like go mute for a while it's probably just because like i'm speechless because (laughs) i have a very special guest on today and that's my uh dime plus 99 my main thing my only thing my boo my bae my rib. I can't say the other stuff that they said in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what movie you're talking about. You remember the movie? The, um, what was it? School's Out? No. Remember when he was talking about his, his lady? He's like, my main. <laughs> oh, <laughs> night school? <laughs> yeah, night school. Whatever oh. it was. School's Out, night school. Oh. Homeschool preschool whatever it's called anyway um i have uh my wife on the podcast that is aubrey Seda, and uh we're doing a special episode today is our four-year wedding anniversary and i've mentioned a couple times on the podcast like that marriage in itself is a fellowship it's not a fellowship, um, although I I, uh, I thought it was a pretty clever title to call it the fellowship. Uh, I think it is a little misleading because I think the context of what what I talk about, what we try to do with this podcast, um, goes beyond just guys. It applies to everybody's walk, and one aspect of fellowship or fellowship um, is marriage. Uh, that is a, that's a relationship. That's a community in itself. And I've, we've talked about that in a couple episodes of the podcast, but we, uh, had a nice dinner. Um, and then we got some nice dessert and now we're having some nice conversation. Um, it's a day in the life. <laughs> it's not every day. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, it's a special day in the life. Um, 
but uh marriage in itself is a is its own hangout it's its own community and uh i want to have my wife on here to kind of talk about that and talk about marriage and whatnot and um maybe it'll encourage some uh get some uh female listeners uh because again, I, I I think and I hope that uh, the context of what I've been talking about on this on the last few episodes and what I'm going to continue to grow with this podcast um, doesn't just apply to guys. Uh, like I said, the fellowship just was a clever name, and maybe it wasn't so clever because uh, I've heard a lot of people think, "Oh man, I can't listen to it because I'm a girl." <laughs> but um, it, I don't. At least I don't think that's true. Uh, I know. Aubrey keeps up with the podcast because she's my number my number one fan, <laughs> and um, uh, I know uh, her mom is my number two fan. <laughs> so they listen to the podcast. It runs in the family. Yeah. So anyway, um, I got Aubrey, uh, Miss Sarah, on today, and um, I've known Aubrey for man. If I get this wrong, I'm fired. But I want to say I've known you for eight years. I think I've known you for eight years. We were just homies for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, we became dating friends. We were boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend uh, for about three years, more or less. Yeah. And um, you, you can speak. It's okay. <laughs> She's giving me hand gestures telling me, no, you're wrong. No, that's right. Um, you're right. And then uh, we now just started our fourth year of marriage. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. We beat the odds. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Um, I We joke around because I, I tell Aubrey every year, like, statistically, you know, the further that we get in our marriage, the less likely it is to uh, fail. Mm-hmm. And um, so every year I go, we beat the odds. We still have one more year, so we'll see what happens. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so anyway, we're here. We're, uh, this is a little special episode of the podcast at the end. I'll have uh, Miss Vanna over here. Uh, <laughs> she'll uh, drop the names of our contest winners. Oh. So, uh, yeah, at the end of this podcast, we'll drop the, the winners of the little contest Ooh, we have been having going on. And uh, anyway, so Aubrey and I have known each other for about eight years. Um, and let's see, our, our friendship started. Uh, we both worked at Orchard Hardware Supply. Orchard supply Hardware? Supply Hardware. Whatever it's called. Osh. I don't know. It don't <laughs> matter. They ain't in business. Dang. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, tiny tear trap. <laughs> but um Aubrey and I met at the hardware store and uh I was in my nice apron and she just could not get her hands <laughs> off the gardener. Uh sorry, her eyes off the gardener. She didn't put any hands on me. Uh I was out there watering the flowers and she was like, That's my next boo. That's basically how it mm-hmm. goes, right? No. That's definitely not how it goes, but pretty sure that's how it went. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so Aubrey and I met uh, about eight years ago. Uh, I remember when we met, whether she believes it or not, 
uh, or I think when we had, like officially first started, like just like not talking, but like I actually met her because I'd seen her around. We worked at the store together, um, but I think we were in the break room and she was talking about her uh, how she was so excited to get an iPhone four, I think, or a four S or whatever. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who know me, I'm a diehard Androidian. Um, forgive me for those. Uh, Apple people, I got love for Apple, but I've always been more of a uh, Android person. So anyway, she started mm-hmm. telling me about how cool her uh, new fancy iPhone 4S was going to be, how excited she was to get it. And she started telling the other people how all the cool things that her phone does. And I think I was just like laughing in the background. She was like, what's so funny? <laughs> and I basically was like, well... All those things that you said your phone does, my phone been doing. So step game yeah. up. Step game up, pimp. Yeah, you pretty much just came out of nowhere. You were on your Android and we're not even in the conversation. And then I think you got annoyed of hearing about iPhones. So you chimed in and I said, oh, he speaks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically from then on, we just talk every now and again when we run into each other. Um, we, ha- I had a lot of friends that were working at the hardware store at the time with me. Um, Carlos, who was on the podcast, uh, was at the store with me. I think he was at the store then. Um, and then, yeah. uh, Damien, who will be on the podcast at some point, uh, he was also on the show. Uh, so we had a lot of mutual friends, just like work friends or whatever. And the three of us, uh, were not heathens and we went to church. And uh, Aubrey at the time was a uh, uh, heathen. Uh, she still is, but uh, I'm still trying to get saved, right? Um, but uh, I, uh, at some point, just invited her to go to church with us, mm-hmm. and um, she was like, "Oh, you so fine, and you be going to church <laughs> and whatnot too, and I'm fitting to go to your church too, though." Yeah. Um, that's that's exactly how she talked when she was a heathen. Um, so she came to church with us and kind of the rest is history. Yeah. Somewhat. More or less, less or more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, (laughs) so Aubrey started going to church with us, um, slowly but surely started, uh, invading our friendships. Um, you know, she'd show up to all our cool hangouts and whatnot, which is good. Um, but really she did, uh, through those friendships that we, they were, that we had and through, uh, that we built and, um, you know, through a lot of my friends and friends that we had at work and whatnot. Um, she really did just decide that she was tired of, of living life the way that she was living and, yeah. um, started hanging out with all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, uh, for you, when you first, like, you grew up in church, but at that time, you weren't really, like, pursuing God or church or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at that point, for me, I had to, like, just really say, because I, I know what it's like trying to be, becoming a new Christian, like, um, or really, like, getting it for the first time on your own. Um, really had to just say, hey, like, this girl's pretty and all, but she needs to put God first. Mm-hmm. And, um, although that was a terrible season for you, uh, that I had to friend zone you, um, 
but there was a season where uh, really uh, I didn't want your walk with God to be based on a relationship with with me. Yeah. I wanted your walk with God to be released just solely on what you had going on in your life mm-hmm. um, and your relationship with God. Um, so I purposely like friend zoned you for about a year or so. Um, she still uh, throws it I in my I still can't face. sleep at night. No. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> basically. <laughs> but I know in that time it was super difficult because you, um, I think one thing that we have in common is that, um, and for those of you who don't know, there's not a lot that my wife and I have in common. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just on the surface levels, there's not in, the, in a deeper sense there is. Yeah. But uh, on the surface level, I mean, she's a, we're both tall. Um, but she's a smoking hot blonde and I'm a young studly Latino. <laughs> I think that's how she would describe it. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we we come from very different walks of life, um, different personalities. Uh, but one thing, one of the things that we do have in common is that uh, our friendships that we've had over the years run deep. Like people that uh, we consider our friends, um, we don't have a lot of like surface level relationships. A lot of our friendships and stuff, we have like deep roots with. Mm-hmm. Or we're like, we, we really like these people. We're like, we really want to spend time with them when we can, especially when we were young and not married and whatnot. Like hanging out with people and having close friendships um, was of big importance to us. Yeah. And even before you were saved, um, or really like fully devoted your life to God, you're, you had a couple friends that you were super close with. And as you started to transition from, okay, I'm not about that, uh, party life no more. Yeah. Um, and transition to, I'm really trying to pursue God. Um, how was that season for you? Like how, I, I know, uh, and I and I know the answer because we've already had. We, <laughs> I was with you while you transitioned this, but I think it's cool for people to hear. Like, it is hard. Like, yeah, your friends didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what what was that like for you having to separate from from friends that you were super close to? Um, I think for me, it was very hard. Obviously, like you just said, and um, I had a really close friend. And when I kind of had like an epiphany moment at a party um, where we were taking shots and doing all that party stuff and I faked it and I was just kind of at a point and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, And I just didn't feel like I was supposed to be there. And I really feel like that was God, like pulling me out of the situation. Like, this is not your life, Aubrey. You need to stop. You need to move on. Um, and I had spent, you know, the past three, four years with these people after high school. Um, so that's all I knew. That's the the life that I knew, but I knew that God had more for me. So transitioning into coming with you guys, it was hard because I had built trust in these other people and, um, thinking that I would never find friendships like that again. And, um, thinking that you guys would accept me in the way that they accepted me because I wasn't serving God at the moment. And I wasn't maybe in the place I was supposed to be at the time, but, um, you guys totally accepted me. (laughs) 
um, for well, the most part. They did. I yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing because you um, did not accept me <laughs> right at first. Um, but yeah, it was hard. And I think like anybody else, it's hard to cut off those friendships. But in order to be in God's will and 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 have the life that he wants you to have, you have to cut off those friendships. And I mean, I still talk to, you know, we just have different lives now. And the cool thing is, is that even though I moved on to the life that I have now, she still respected it. And she never um, bashed me or anything like that. Like, I don't understand why you're doing this now. Um, She was super happy for us when we got married because I mean, she knew you as well. Um, and I think it was hard because even now I still feel like besides you, I still haven't really found that friendship in that respect. Um, but I couldn't stay in those relationships just because I wanted to have that friendship. I know that I remember there was a point though, because I remember, uh, your friend posting cause we were, like I said, we, we had a lot of friends that we had from work and whatnot, mm-hmm. like posting on social media, like, what's up with this chick? She thinks she's all religious now or whatnot. Mm. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I remember that was a, that was a hard part, a hard point for you because it yeah. was um, where they didn't get what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I think later, like she, she started to respect it a little bit more or, or realize that you were sincere about it and not yeah. just doing it, you know, for a boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at first it was hard for her because, in a sense, she was losing a friend, too. Yeah. I think maybe part of why they didn't understand it was because of how I lived my life and how, I mean, the things that I did go through in past relationships and how I acted and things like that. And then literally it was like that one moment I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm moving on, you know, but even when I lived that life, I always felt God speaking to me and I always felt convicted. Like I'm not supposed to be living my life this way. Yeah. But I didn't, I lost all those friendships that I had growing up in church. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I just kind of settled and thought, okay, well this is my life now, but God always had more for me. And so I think that was just kind of like, I don't want to say rock bottom, but rock bottom for me. Yeah. And that's why it was so easy for me to move on so quickly in a sense Mm -hmm. that that's probably why they were just like, what are you doing? You know, but for me, I knew that's what God wanted me to do in that moment. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know it was difficult, like I said, um, because it was somebody you had that was super close and you'd been close um, since like high school. Yeah. Um, and that that's something that when you're when you come to a point like you have to say okay i'm not about that anymore and i'm trying to change my life um that some people go through and some people don't Mm -hmm. um when they choose to you know let it all go for god Mm -hmm. um to be to really just sell out to this thing (laughs) um (laughs) because uh like i said for some people like you and me we have built like really close friendships. Yeah. You know, um, so it's hard to sacrifice those things, sacrifice those relationships for, you don't know. 
you don't know what you're sacrificing it for. Mm-hmm. You know that you're, you know, trying to be obedient and trying to, to serve God. And you know that this is better, but you don't know if you're going to get those relationships back right away or that you're yeah. going to find those same types of friendships or better friendships or whatnot. Um, you kind of take that, that social risk, right? Um, but I think that the relationships that, that you have, that we have now, um, not just in with each other, um, mm-hmm. but our friends around us, yeah, um, are a lot different than than relationships that that you might have had before. Uh, really, like I said, committing your your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, like so, we were friends for. Uh, um, again, I tried to to make sure that we had we had established a good friendship, um, and not just that, but that your walk with God. Again, that I really could see that it wasn't about me. Yeah. Um, because that's the last thing that I wanted was anybody to, um, pursue God for someone else. Cause I've, I've, for one, I've been that person. Yeah. And, um, and two, being in, in ministry at the time, uh, well, I still am, but, uh, you know, uh, I was the young adults, uh, leader at that time. Um, I was involved in the youth and all kinds of stuff. Um, at, at our church, I was known as the, uh, video announcement guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my favorite part about working at the hardware store and being at the church is that, <laughs> um, I'd literally have people like come in and go, Hey, you're the video announcement guy. I know you video announcement, man. You just were so good at them. I, yeah, I was <laughs> I had a special talent for video announcing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Anyway, um, but I think that the, um, what was I talking about? Jesus? Our, our friendships. Oh, our friendship. Our friendship. Um, yes, I our think friendship. <laughs> total brain fart. Um, but, uh, I think that having built our, our relationship that way, um, really set groundwork for when we did start dating. Yeah. Um, because it I knew that we had a good friendship. I knew that we had something good to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the most uh, romantic movie story uh, notebook, you know, love box. Yeah. Lifetime network. Love box. <laughs> Hallmark channel. Uh, we channel. Uh, oxygen channel. All, all, all the women's network movies, you know, made for TV movies. Uh, it, it wasn't like that. You know, uh, we didn't like try to rescue the same puppy from the, you know, factory and somehow fell in love. Uh, or however those movies works. I don't know. We've seen a billion of them. You know, us being young and uh, serving in ministry. You know, I, again, was leading the young adults group at the time, and then you were serving in kids ministry, and yeah. um, I think not to, like, I had been doing it for a while, so not, like, to put, like, highlights on myself, but I had a lot of eyes on me, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of um, people who were looking up to me, and I was in a leadership role, um, so it was super crucial for me to try to make sure that there was a, a healthy, you know, foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And on top of that, like while we were dating, um, up until, up until we got married, um, we had to do things by stricter rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think the hard part for us at the time was that we didn't have anyone who was putting those roles on us. Yeah. Um, I think that was super difficult because like when I was training to be a ministry, they would tell us all the time, like, okay, if you want to start dating someone, blah, 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 like, um, make sure that you tell us and that you have accountability and Mm -hmm. all this and that. And I was like, okay, that's what I need. So when we started dating, um, I told some of our pastors, like, hey, uh, I'm going to start dating Aubrey, and I know that I need accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you please, you know, check on us, make sure we're, you know, keep us accountable. Um, I, I had to tell them, like, these are our rules. You know, we're not going to. Uh, and it was hard. <laughs> you know, we we wouldn't go anywhere without others knowing where we're at. We wouldn't be in the house alone together. Yeah. Um, I think those were the two biggest, biggest rules. Yeah. Um, and then for the most part, uh, I remember one of my pastors told me nothing good happens after midnight. So for the most part, you know, it was rare. I guess maybe one or so sometimes was the latest when we were yeah. young and cool in the beginning and, we were just talking about this <laughs> yeah but even then that wasn't um like we were on our own no. we'd be at one of our friends houses with people there um you know and i would text uh my parents and my parents didn't not that they didn't care but they weren't strict on me so i would text them like hey i'm leaving i'm taking aubrey home um you know i'll be home and you know, and they'll know, like, I'll be home in like 15, 20 minutes, whatever the case is, whatever the normal amount of time is. Um, but it wasn't easy, like, being super strict, especially mm-hmm. when it was on us to put those rules together. It was yeah. on us to establish those, those things. Yeah. Like, um, and I think one thing that, that was kind of helped at the time was that we had a good group of friends that we could be around and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for young, um, dating or not just young dating, but if you're, you know, in a dating relationship that you set some accountability, Mm -hmm. hopefully you have, like if we were in the same situation now under our pastors, like there, we know there would be accountability, um, because of how our pastors are, uh, not that they're all like, you know, hawks over us or whatever, yeah. but they care. They care mm-hmm. enough to really, uh, you know, ask us and be intentional about those things. Where not that my other pastors didn't care, but I think they had an extraordinary amount of like trust and in me, yeah. uh, which is great, but I wouldn't have trust me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a young man. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so that's why it was important that I made sure, um, that I established those things. Yeah. Um, and again, it wasn't easy, um, but we did it. Yeah. And, you know, we were able to say that we remained faithful to God in our whole dating relationship. Yeah. 
Like there's a lot of people, um, even people in the church who can't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember talking to some people who didn't totally get it. And then I would talk to um, some people who weren't saved or anything and they'd still go, wait, you, you what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've never slept with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you mean like you ain't never taken a nap with her? <laughs> like, no, we've actually taken naps like on the couch at my parents' house. But <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I mean, I've never had sex with my girlfriend. And they'd be like, like, you for real, bro? Like, yeah, you ain't never had no hanky panky? I'm like, no, man, I, I really believe what I really believe the word and what I'm supposed to do and yeah. how, what I'm supposed to live by. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing this thing out. And even people who didn't get it were impressed. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember people telling me, like, yo, you crazy. I don't really get what you're doing. Yeah. But I find it really honorable that you would do that. That you really believe so much to to live your life and and have a relationship that way, because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people even within the church that don't get it. Yeah, like I remember um, when I was working at Surf Extreme. Uh, so there was this indoor surfing place, and there was also um, an indoor trampoline jump house thing. Um, I remember talking to this old lady who would bring her grandson every week and we would sit there and talk and whatnot. And, um, somehow we got into the conversation and, uh, I said, yeah, I'm, you know, I've been with this girl for a couple of years and when I, and she's like, Oh, that's cool. But you know what the Lord says about having sex, right? I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to wait till we get married. And that's what we're doing. Well, the Lord says, if you can, it's like, um, first off, I don't think that's true. Yeah. And the other reason, the other thing is, I don't know if there's a reason that I can't. Like, there's no reason that I can't control myself, that I yeah. can't. Like, it, it's just funny because cause even sometimes people within the church don't get it. Mm-hmm. Don't get, mm-hmm. you know, really living life the way that we've chosen to live it. Um, but again, it, uh, I, again, I think about in the context of this podcast, like fellowship, like in any friendship, you have to come to some sort of agreement of like, this is how our friendship is going to work. Um, and even in a dating friendship, like, cause that's what it really is. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a dating friendship. I'm dating my best friend. Yeah. I'm not. You know, it's not just my best friend I'm dating then. Mm -hmm. But we came to an agreement that, hey, these are the rules that we're going to live by. And we're not going to break them for anyone. Yeah. Um, And it was hard because we had friends that weren't doing that. And we had friends within the church that weren't doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they would talk to us and we're like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. And they're like, wait, you're what? Like, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and it was hard because even living our life really committed to Christ and really committed to 
Like, we're going to be genuine about this thing. Yeah. Cost us friendships even within the church. Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was difficult. I Even for me, I didn't expect it. But I know for you, it was even harder because, you know, I still had my, like, I've always had Damo, Carlos, David, like, my, my rap group, like, there. Yeah. You know, they, those guys didn't fall into those friendships. Mm-hmm. Like that, that ditched us or that, you know, had issues. Yeah. But for you, it was different because some of, we started building friendships with other couples in the church that because we were passionate about doing it the right way. Yeah. And they weren't so much mm-hmm. that there was a couple times where, and it sucked because there was multiple times where you built friendships with somebody. And because they weren't living to to God's standards the way that we chose to, mm-hmm. those friendships that you just started building, like, ended up going sideways. Yeah. Like, how was that for you? Trying to okay, I'm I'm just I I just finally started building new friendships in this community, within this church community. And I'm already losing them. Yeah. Like, because I'm trying to do things right, which I thought we all were. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? It was hard. I think it definitely goes just into the importance of having fellowship. And as I got more involved in church, I realized I needed good friends in my life besides you. (laughs) Um, and I think I've always struggled with relationships and I've only had a few set of friends my whole life. So like you said, I started building those friendships that I thought were genuine. Um, and not necessarily they weren't genuine, but I wanted my life to be represented in a different way. And I don't think that we wanted to necessarily associate ourselves with people who were not going to live their life that way. Um, so it was hurtful. I think I always kind of compared my relationships to what I used to have in my old friendship. And then when the other relationships failed, I'm like, okay, well, when am I ever going to have a best friend again? And, who am I going to go do X, Y, Z with and who's going to be there for me? And um, it was hard, but at the same time, it was just something we had to do because we knew what we were trying to do with our lives. And I wanted to have not better friends, but just different friends. Yeah. So, and it wasn't so much that we like, we don't associate with heathens. Yeah, I don't mean it like that. But, <laughs> um, but you know, when we said, hey, like, here's the thing. Like, with me, Damian, Carlos, and, like, with, with that core group, um, if I do something that is contrary to the word, mm-hmm. a real friend corrects me. Yeah. You know, the word says correct, rebuke, and courage. Mm-hmm. So any of those guys, if I came up to them and said while we were dating, hey, me and Aubrey been fooling around, they're going to go, bro, that's not right. 
Yeah. You can't do that. You need to repent. Mm-hmm. But I know you can do this. And I know that you can, you know, correct things, talk to your pa- talk to pastor, like you, you guys can get your stuff together. You guys can move forward or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, God's plan is. That's what a friend does. Yeah. And that's what we tried to do in those relationships. We tried to say, hey, guys, you know, I know you confided some things in us, but. It's not right. Yeah. You got you guys can't live that way. Because it's not God's will for your life. Yeah. We want, as your friend, as someone who cares for you, mm-hmm. we want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So we would we tell them, like, hey, guys, like, we want you to live, you know, it wasn't the cool term then, but it is now, like, your best life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not the way you do it. Yeah. We're here for you. We'll support you. Whatever you need, we got your back. Yeah. But rather than going, you know, the friendships kind of work both ways, right? So we would present that to them. And rather than saying, hey, thank you, I appreciate you trying to call call me out, trying to help me out, encourage me to do the right thing, they'd get offended. And, you know, we had a couple of really, like, we had some drama, right? Yeah. Um, With other people. Mm-hmm. Um. Which was weird because I never had that before. Uh, and then it's even weirder because, like, this is stuff you hear about, like, friends having these type of dramas or whatever. But not in church. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not in church. You know? And we were genuinely coming from a place where, like, we want to be your friends and point you in the right direction. We're not here to like tell you, oh, you're going to hell for doing what you're doing. Yeah. No, we're saying there's better for you mm-hmm. for living things the right. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, the right way. Um. But again, man, I think, uh, this life costs a price. Mm-hmm. This this walk costs something. Yeah. We were willing to pay the cost. We still are willing to pay yeah. the cost. Um. But there was a lot of people whose relationships they weren't willing to. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not throwing stones. I'm not saying all that. But the type of relationship that my wife and I have built is one. that That's the context right there. Like we really have done our best. Not perfect. Not We didn't always get it right. Yeah. But we we've always done our best to say, hey. Uh, Christ is our focus and, um, we want to do everything that we can to, to keep that, keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't always easy. You know, it cost us a lot. Um, but the reward has been so much greater. Yeah. Like we have a, you know, we don't have a perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not the, uh, what was it? Leave it to beaver or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mostly because I'm not white, but uh, but we're not the the TV family. There is no perfect family. There's no perfect couple. But we have a good marriage, and a lot of it is built on a solid foundation, solid fellowship. Yeah, like and it's grown because of the people that we keep. I think one thing that um, we've learned is that it can't just be us. Yeah. Like, and that I think has been super difficult, yeah. not in a bad way. Like, oh, it can't be us. Yeah. It is about us and our relationship. Yeah. 
But I think sometimes as as married couples, it's so easy mm-hmm. to just kick it like us. Yeah. Like we really have to be intentional about fellowshipping with other people. Yeah. With other individuals like um having having singles come over to our house you know having our friends in church or whatever that that are still dating or um that are you know maybe not in a relationship like being a good influence to them yeah you know um and then getting with other married couples like um i think it's huge uh you know it's something that we don't do often enough yeah. Um. And life life happens. It's hard. We we don't have, you know. Uh. My wife is still in school, and working full time. I work full time. We we do our ministry. Um. We do a lot of stuff, and then try to make time for ourselves and and our two little mutts. <laughs> uh. But. So it's hard sometimes to really like hang out with people, but when we do, we we're so blessed by it. Yeah. We're so blessed by the time that we get to hang out with um, the Delgados or um, Miguel and uh, Adriana. Uh, I don't know why I can't speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> Miguel and Adriana. Um, or Damien and Thesia or, you know, whoever it is. Yeah. You know? um, we're so blessed by those times that we get to fellowship with other couples. Yeah. Because um, it's encouraging. Mm-hmm. You know, it's encouraging to see other people's marriages yeah you know and we and it's vice versa you know i we encourage them in our marriage yeah you know there's sometimes we'll be talking about stuff that's like oh i didn't think about that that way um or just just the the fun that we get to have yeah um and again doing godly things you know we have Mm -hmm. friends that uh, you have uh I, i know people that um they don't kick it with their spouse Mm-hmm. Like they want to go kick it with other people. Um, that's not healthy. Yeah. Like I do kick it with my boys. Mm-hmm. My boys. <laughs> um, you know, but it's not like on every weekend or I'm gone for hours or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and my guy friends, their wives are friends with you. Yeah. So there's nothing crazy going on. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all circle of friendship. Um, but it's so important to build those relationships, to build that that network of friendships to have to be able to come together and encourage yourself like as a woman, you know, and um as as a couple. Yeah. Like it's important that we have those things. He just stopped and stared at me and I'm like, Oh, does that mean it's my turn? Yeah, I it's really, really important. And like you said, I think we kind of get so used to being with each other. And I think um, it's harder for me sometimes, too, because I am in school. So, I mean, even last year, I think I used school as an excuse a lot of the time. Um, and yes, life is busy. And yes, we have a lot of things going on. But it's so important that we surround ourselves with other people um, because I know for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go hang out. I don't want to go to Propel. I don't want to do this. But then every time I go, I leave so encouraged and so much better than when I left or when I went. Um, and so I think sometimes we have to push ourselves just into doing it, even if you don't feel like it, because that's how you grow. And um, 
because being around other people, that's how you grow too. Like yeah. you said, and um, I just, every time that we have people over, I always want to have more people over and I, <laughs> you know, I can't wait till we have a house so we can do more things and, you know, and, but I think, you know, dealing with fellowship, like you really have to push yourself into doing it. And I think that's something I still have to work on. Um, but I mean, even listening to your podcasts, which is great, by the way, <laughs> I'm biased. Um, it's just kind of has me kind of check myself like, okay, am I fellowshipping enough? Are we fellowshipping enough? You know, um, like I, we went to lunch on Sunday and I was like, okay, let's be social. Let's go have lunch with our friends, you know, because we would rather just go home and take a nap, which everyone loves taking naps, but Sunday I, naps are annoying too. Yeah. But again, I think in order for you to build those relationships and to grow and learn from other people, like you have to push yourself into doing it. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. It's huge. Like, and again, it, it's, it's not a knock on on anyone who doesn't do it, yeah. Uh, because again, it's difficult. It's difficult. We everybody has a busy life, mm-hmm. whether you're single and in school, um, you know, married with kids, married with dogs, you know, whatever the case is. Like everybody's got a reason that they can't go out and get around good people. Yeah. But for whatever reason. When you weren't trying to get around good people, it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Pastor jokes about like, you know, your friends didn't have no problem when you was trying to go in the club, mm-hmm. you know, but now you're trying to go to church and they got issues. Like the same thing sometimes with us, like we, it was so hard. It's It was easy for us to have friends when we weren't saved. And now that we are, oh man, it's difficult. Um, And it. It's it's easy for us to make excuse. And a lot of them are, are legit. Like, it is a legit excuse that you are now successfully beasting in your master's credential program. <laughs> like, graduate school is hard. Yeah. It's a legit excuse to say, yo, I'm in graduate school right now. I don't got time to kick it. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said... Every time that you take to invest in friendships, invest in relationships with other people, um, and and also in our marriage, like it's so much better for it. Yeah, like our walk, our life is so much better for it. Like as a as a husband, I'm blessed by the time that you go out and hang out with friends because you get to build relationship with other people, um, and that doesn't. Like, I think sometimes married couples get it twisted that going out and hanging out with other people takes away from your marriage. Yeah. If you go out and hang out with the wrong people, that is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Yes. Going out and hanging out with the wrong people takes away from your marriage. Yeah. Going out and hanging out with the right people adds to your marriage. Yeah. When I go and hang out with the guys, when I do the podcast, when I um, go to the, the Kingsman group. Like that time that I take away from you makes me better. Yeah. And then when I come back to you, I'm, you know, I don't have anything to hide, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. I can say, oh, yeah, me and Damon were talking about XYZ, unless there was something like super yeah. deep and personal or whatever to, you know, him or whatnot. Like I'm not putting out his business, but 
um, you know, or anyone's business, just using Damo as an example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, but when I come back, I can share with you, hey, the things that we talked about. There's been tons of times where, you know, um, just, a, just a few weeks ago, we were at Kingsman. And I said, hey, I was going to go do something. Um, uh, oh, this is what happened. We were talking uh, at our men's group. So uh, our men's group at our church is called Kingsman. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about not giving your leftovers. Yeah. And I remember, uh, so sometimes on the side, I'll do lift. And what happens is I'll do lifts super late on a Friday night and then I'll come home and be out asleep until like noon <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then those couple hours that I have of wake time, um, you know, we hang out, but I'm like beat the whole time. And that time at Kingsman, like I got the revelation that, hey, I shouldn't be giving you my leftovers. Yeah. Like sure. There's times where I have to work, but that wasn't one of them. So I didn't do lift and we spent the next day hanging out and spending a good time together. So again, that just, that, that adds to if I'm hanging out with the right people, that doesn't take away from our marriage. Yeah. That adds to it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, like you're saying, when you go hang out with, you know, some of the girls or go to propel or whatever, when you make time for that, even when it's difficult and you don't want to do it every time you do it, you come back and you're, you know, there's an extra, there's, there's more added to you Yeah. because you're, when you hang around with good people, you know, they rub off on you, Mm -hmm. you know, when you hang around with anyone, they're going to rub off on you. Yeah. So if you hang out with bad people, I don't want to say bad people, but hang out with the wrong influences. Yeah. They're going to influence you in the wrong direction. You hang out with good influences. Again, like I said, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. You know, if my wife knows I'm hanging out with these certain group of guys, she goes, oh, that's good. I want you to be more like some of them. Yeah. You know, and some of them, maybe not, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, I want you to learn from these people. I want you to go hang out with somebody who's been married for 20 years and learn how they did it. Yeah. Like, you know, different things. Yeah. Um, so it's so important even in our marriage, like to to build those relationships with married people as a couple and as individually. Yeah. Like I think it's huge. Yeah. And I think you've always been really good at encouraging me to do that. And going and, and building those friendships. And I've gotten better at it. But I think in the beginning of our marriage, I was one of those people who was like, well, if I leave, like, we're not going to get to hang out. And then we're not going to have time together. And But you were never putting that on me. Like, I put that on myself. You were always the one who wanted me to go out and build friendships and become better. Because like you said, that's going to make myself better. But it's also going to make us stronger. Um And I remember I was talking to somebody the other day when we went to the singles awakening, (laughs) the only one that we went to because we got married the next year, this seems to happen in our church, the married couple, single couples go and then they end up getting engaged. That's why they encourage you to go. So if you're single, go to the singles (laughs) awakening. Um, I don't remember the specific word, but, uh, pastor Hoa, am I allowed to say that? Okay. (laughs) Um, 
he was praying over me. Um, and I can't exactly remember what he was saying, but he was saying something about like, when I'm good with God, like that makes you happy and that makes you excited because you know that I'm doing good and that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and like in God's will and something along those lines. But like when I'm following God and obeying him, blah, blah, blah. But that kind of is like along the same lines. Like when I'm pursuing relationships, when I'm pursuing my walk with God, like that makes you happy. And that is only going to make us stronger. Um, and I think a lot of the time in marriages, like you can compare yourself to your husband sometimes. I mean, I know that I do that. Um, and another reason that's why that's so good to be in fellowship with other women as well to encourage you when you feel that way or when you feel like, okay, this is where I'm at. But if I don't go and pursue those relationships, I'm not going to be able to feel encouraged and feel like I got this. Like I am a good wife. I can do these things. Um, and, and do good in my marriage. Um, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but that kind of goes around like, um, if you're a woman who's married, I think that when you are pursuing those relationships, um, with other women or whatever it is that your husband is going to be encouraged by it because he wants you to be the best you could be. Um, so make sure you go hang out with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) The right friends. Yes. The right friends, the good ones. And I think it's hard too, because again, not, (laughs) Not everybody's marriage is perfect. Yeah. Not everybody's spouse. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's marriage is perfect, but not, not everybody's doing things the way they should. You know, if, if I'm not in a healthy place, if I'm not doing the right things to, to put my walk with God where it's supposed to be, then when you go out and you're trying to do that, then I'm going to get upset because my, you know, it goes against what, yeah, how I'm trying to live. Mm -hmm. But if I'm trying to live right and I see you doing things to make yourself better, then I'm going to be, what am I going to say? Yeah. I'm down with that. I'm good with that. You know, Um, I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, excuse me. But um, I I think that there's just so much that a marriage can get by having friendships mm-hmm. friendships again as a couple and as you know individual like the sarah's <laughs> need the Delgados. yeah and aubrey needs jessica and i need jesse yeah yeah shout out <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh jesse who was on the first episode um but again one the one the greatest friendships the greatest fellowships i have is the one that I have with this beautiful woman in front of me. And um, I am so blessed by our relationship, uh, how far we've come in the last eight years. (laughs) And um, I, I think it's one one thing that I want to do with this podcast is kind of just, you know, this episode with you is to kind of share our story in, in some senses. Um, but to share that aspect of fellowship for the young couple yeah, who's dating or whatever. It's hard, but it's worth it if you do things the right way. Um, and how our, our fellowship has grown, how, how, how you and I have grown together. Um, and again, 
four years in the grand scheme of things <laughs> isn't huge. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, it, it, um, I think when you do things the right way, you can be so blessed by what God will do with it. Yeah. You know, if you really turn over your relationship, whatever relationship that is, if you're a young man who's just looking for the right group of friends to be around, if you put God first in those friendships, God will turn around and bless it like he did with me and Carlos and them. Yeah. And if you're a young um, couple that's just dating and you put God in your relationship first, then he'll bless that relationship like how you, you and I relationship has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if you're a married couple, especially a young married couple, you know, really any married couple, and you put God first as a priority in your life, yeah. then no matter how difficult things are, your 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 marriage is so much blessed, so much more blessed. Well, can I chime in? Sorry, I think we were just talking about that at dinner, or I was talking about it. Like, yes, we've only been married for four years, but to look back from where we started, like we've already progressed so much, um, and we may not exactly be where we want to be, and you know, dreams and yeah. whatever, but like. Our, our life gets better every year and that's because we obey God and we serve him and, and we want our lives to align with what he wants for our lives. And, um, I think because of that, it, everything keeps, just keeps getting better and it's in his timing. And, um, you know, when we first got married, you were working like three jobs <laughs> and working at a laundromat and all the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and now, I mean, you've had, I think you had a job every year since we've been married and that was hard in itself. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, being understanding of that and that, that took time away from our fellowship in a sense. Um, but now you have such a great job and, you know, only one job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a job that is secure and a job that you enjoy and, and that you love, but that's because you were obedient and, and doing what God had you doing in that season. And you didn't like it, you know, it wasn't fun for you, but that's what you had to do for us in that season. And because you did it faithfully, now you have a job that is great and a job that provides for us and, and we're doing pretty good, you know? And it's just, I think we have to reflect back on that. Like, look how far we've come and there's so much more ahead. Yeah. Well, Aubrey, it's been a blast. Uh, it was funny because we were talking about uh, doing this uh, after uh, we had went out for dessert after dinner. And she's like, I'm so nervous. She's like, what if we, I have to sit there and talk to you. I'm like, you're nervous about having a conversation with me? <laughs> um, it's different. Mi- we don't have these in-depth conversations <laughs> all the time. No, and we usually don't do it with microphones either. No. Although maybe I should just walk around with the microphone and just pull it out every once in a while and just start talking. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> um, but, uh, thanks for being on here. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for being <laughs> my wife, my wife. You're welcome. Thanks for my husband. You're the best. And, um, <laughs> you know, for anyone that's been, blessed encouraged in any way um by this podcast 
give a shout out to Aubrey because I couldn't do it without her. I really couldn't. Um, I, I at, at the risk of getting emotional. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing about my wife is uh, it's no coincidence that she was a high school cheerleader because uh, she's the biggest support that I have um, outside of God. And uh, when I said, hey, I'm kind of thinking about doing this podcast. My wife's first reaction was like, man, I think that'd be great. Um, I think you'd be great at it. And I think you should do it. That's my boo. (laughs) He's making me cry over here. So I'm not saying anything. (laughs) That's my cheerleader. Um, So, again, if you've been blessed by, by me or any of my... Uh, anything that I've done in the last couple years of our marriage, um, it's because I got her, you know, and, and really it's because we both have chosen to put God first. Um, so anyway, uh, if you want to follow my wife, don't be creepy, bro. It's okay. Trying to encourage females to listen to the show. So if you're a woman and you would like to follow my wife, uh, she is somewhat of a fashionista, uh, <laughs> an aspiring fashionista, and uh, she's awesome. Uh, you can follow Aubrey Sarah. Is it just Aubrey Sarah? It's that Aubrey Sarah. Yeah. yeah, Aubrey Sarah. She's not. I am Aubrey Sarah. She just is Aubrey Sarah. <laughs> yeah. So she is Aubrey Sarah on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, if you're dude. And you start creeping and following her. Don't be weird, bro. All right. You're just going to see pictures of my dogs. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. She calls them her dogs. She didn't say our dogs. Our dogs. Sorry. That was too late. I got you. Whatever. Jack Jack's mine. Bailey's yours. (laughs) Excuse me. Fair enough. Anyway, um, had a blast doing this. Uh, I hope you guys were blessed by it. Um, I really wanted to cover like the aspects of, Single, dating, married, and I think we did that. Yeah. Um, anyway. And the, the winners. winners. Let me see. Um, like I said, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Miss Vanna. Uh if y'all don't get that reference, um, you're too young. The Wheel of Fortune. Thank you, babe. I'm old. Yes. I'm only nineteen, but my mind is old. Now, if you don't get that reference, then I don't know if we can be in fellowship. But I don't even think my mom, my my mom, my wife gets that fellowship. That, that, yeah, um, I don't get that. Sorry. Yeah, she ain't hip hop. It's all good, though. I'm country, though. Yeah, she could drop some country songs <laughs> that uh, I'd have no idea. We were listening to country. I was trying to find uh, on Spotify, like, a date night playlist and country date night came up and... um. <laughs> Anyway, the winner of the new Welcome to the Podcast contest (laughs) are... Coming in first place. I don't know if there's first place, but we're just going to do it that way. There is. Oh. She didn't read the post. Gosh, dang. I'm sorry. I'm not his cheerleader anymore, apparently. Nope, Dell is. (laughs) Shout out to Dell. Coming in first place is Dell and you win a $20 Amazon gift card. Woo!
Thank you for following the Fellowship Podcast. Yeah. So that is Mr. Uh, Dale Anthony Bradford. Yes. You didn't write that. Sorry. No, I just put Dale. Oh. Dang it, Dale. And coming in second place is Mr. Raymond Valdez. And you get a $10 Starbucks card. Holla for $10. But only if you buy me some. Don't be buying my wife coffee. That's weird, bro. <laughs> Go buy your wife coffee. Well, hey, we're giving him the card. It's only fair. <laughs> and Matter of la- fact... We'll both go out the coffee with them. Yeah, that works. There Fellowship. we go. Fellowship. <laughs> um, he's gonna edit that out. All right. <laughs> and in third place, last but not least, is Mr. Jesse Delgado. He was on the podcast. You should take a listen. And Jesse, you get some stickers. Fellowship podcast stickers. Maybe Josiah will like them too. Yeah, we can stick them all over Josiah. <laughs> Great job, guys. Give them to him. I think I'm just going to take five stickers and put them all over his child and then be like, here you go. I gave you stickers. You think that'd be a good idea? No. Okay. Well, I don't think they'll like that. That's why you're the preschool teacher and I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's been a blast, guys. Um, it is way past my wife's bedtime. Um,. The coffee kicked in for me. I don't know what happened, but thanks for listening. We went a little long today, but uh, it's because we were having too much fun. Appreciate you listening. Um, new episode in two weeks with a man, DJ West, aka David West, aka for those of you who remember, Jay Bez. So excited. You going to listen to that one? Of course. I listened to all of them. <laughs> That's right. That's the right answer. All right, guys. Peace, love, chicken grease. Deuces. El Duso.